0: safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. Hey, it's your girls. (laughs) Coming at you late, as we do. (laughs) But we have a, uh, I feel like we have a better excuse this time. Yeah. Um, We are doing our first... Vendor show this weekend, so it's in Maple Shade, New Jersey. So if you're a local in the South Jersey area, Northeast Philadelphia area, we'll be at Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Maple Shade on Main Street
1: from ten to four. 10 I to think four, Santa yeah. Claus
0: is going to be there.
1: Seventy five vendors are there. Yes. Um, Food trucks,
0: yeah. Gift wrapping. There's toys for tots drop
1: off. There Fifty fifties raffles. I'm excited and nervous all at the same time. It's going to be
0: a whole ass day.
1: And it's going to be cold.
0: It's going to be cold. We're outside because we were a little late to the party, but we're right on Main Street, right? Um I'm excited. Let me too. Excited to socialize a little bit. <laughs>
1: people. Oh,
0: there's people. Uh, <laughs> and then I probably won't have to socialize again till next Thursday. Well, no, I I'll, ha- I'll have to yeah. this Thanksgiving. Mhm. Um But you know what I mean. Like, Uh, I won't feel the urge to socialize. Yeah, I get you. uh, Speaking of Thanksgiving, we're actually going to take next week off. (laughs) We've made the decision so we're not running around crazy. But um, so next week we are taking the week off. But we – I feel like I've said this before. um, We have a lot of cool ideas, even more in our brainstorming last night that we have coming up. And I feel like with winter and then moving back into the spring, it will be easier to bring a lot of those things to – fruition, you know? Absolutely. I feel like we started this podcast in the winter. Summer came at us quick. Summer is just hard to do anything, I feel like, between the heat and just everyone has shit
1: going on. And I I felt really crappy last year, so...
0: I can understand that. No,
1: I'm hoping that, you know, my energy will kick in and
0: I'll be be a little
1: more helpful to you.
0: (laughs) Thanks, much appreciated. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So... Something pretty great happened this week that I didn't expect at all, but I got chills in the good way on Twitter this week when, I think at this point it's 140, 140 uh, experts, celebrities, advocacy agencies, professionals in domestic violence came forward and signed an open letter in support of Amber Heard and also condemning the abuse that she suffered online as a result of the trial. Absolutely. And it's amazing. And
1: and I'm really, I mean, I'm really glad for Amber, but I'm really glad for you, too, because I know that this weighed you down. I mean, you, you stood behind Amber from day one.
0: I <laughs> cried when the verdict came yes. out. I was having such a bad day, and, like, the, the guy that I was talking to at the time, I felt so bad, and thankfully, he didn't have any, he didn't know much about, like, he really was, like, a non-social media, like, the best kind of guy, um... But anyway, yeah, I was a wreck over it. And it it was more seeing the way people online were talking about her. I mean, there was a woman who did a thread this week on Twitter who was like, just to remind you of some of the things people have said. I mean, people said they wanted to put her baby in a Mm. microwave. Like, a sex toy company made a dildo in the likeness of the bottle that she was raped with? I know. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I mean, so many things and it's scary honestly so there's
1: just no low there's just no no bottom no you, you I, I see what people say online sometimes and i'm like oh my god even if you delete that someone's gonna have it <laughs> somebody has like, that like how screenshot. did you say that but i tell you on TikTok though they're making these people be held accountable for their words mm. you know they're fi- oh by the way Mr. So-and-so, I found your wife. (laughs) Well, that's what was really funny, too, is because this open letter in support of Amber
0: Heard is by, like I said, experts, like experts in the field. And now all these people who support Johnny Depp are like, oh, well, I I had a roommate that was stalked once, and I read a book with a lot of, you know, abuse in it. I don't know that that would consider me an expert, though. Like, the fact that regular-ass people think that if they come together and they sign a petition in support of Johnny Depp, that it's equivalent to a hundred and forty professionals right, who have right. spent time and education and invested their life into this type of especially study.
1: if the people that are signing for Johnny Depp are abusers themselves. A lot of them are you and know you can what I mean? tell yeah. just from what the comes out of their mouth that they say. And
0: I said on the fuck the boys club episode, I made the point. You know, because I was in a very abusive relationship and in that relationship I matched my abuser. There were times where I swung first there were times i mean if he thank god that this man can't keep a phone because i would never have a friend or a career or Mm -hmm. a life i mean Mm -hmm. truly i'm admitting those things the things that i have said Mm -hmm. the times that i have blown his phone the fuck up crazy like i don't like to use that word but i was at the brink of my insanity like i would go all the way i can screaming in the street like fighting in public places like things that i would never think i would do
1: I definitely, um, you know, look back at some of my behaviors in response to or in reaction to an action, um, and there are times when I'm like so not proud. Of you know what I not. mean. But then I then I think to myself, you know what? That was my defense. I needed to stand up for myself. I needed to feel powerful because if I once I cowered down, he had me. He had you. He had, and I couldn't because I always, at the end of every fucking day, I had. Two human beings I was responsible for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just... So I could feel for her, but I did not even listen to anything. I just... I guess I didn't want any triggers. It was very triggering.
0: So I can completely understand that. I mean, and... and, But, like, I made the point on the Fuck the Boys Club. These people, like... Johnny Depp has a history of abuse. Yes. He has paid people off to... Um, suppress things that he has said to suppress his voicemails he has multiple exes who have highlighted abusive incidents right. that have happened I mean Monona Ryder is one of them first of all she was too young to be in a relationship with him in the first place but she said how the her first love and he was jealous and he would rage and he would control her like She's also said Johnny Depp was her first love. Like, I mean, the correlations are all there. If you look up old Johnny Depp magazine covers, it will talk about the way he's trashed hotel rooms, his violent behavior, different things like that. Amber Heard does not have that. Outside of what people like to put against her, her and her girlfriend, Tasia, had an incident in an airport where Amber Heard grabbed her arm and a security guard had Amber arrested. Ooh. And that's their, like, Amber has a history of abuse. But she does not. Ellen Barkin even came forward and said that Johnny Depp threw a wine bottle at her and it like passed her head and people will argue that that's not abusive that's just so it's crazy to me that is abusive right it's crazy to me that a woman defending herself that if a woman hits back that's abuse but a man losing his temper and flinging a wine bottle across Mm -hmm. the room Mm -hmm. that's regular normal behavior you have Mm -hmm. to give people space to feel their emotions exactly but
1: Someone who's been tormented and tortured and abused doesn't get the chance time to feel their emotions. Time and time again. And you never, like, I never knew what day I was going to be strong. You know what you I mean? You the, didn't know what day you were going to be loved. You didn't no, know what day you were going to be abused. None of it. You, <laughs> you know, you when I look back now, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I never knew how to feel when I woke up. You're on eggshells yeah. all the time. You live your whole life
0: in survival mode Mm -hmm. waiting for the next thing Mm -hmm. not knowing what it's going to be Mm -hmm. and then when they shower you with love or kindness or affection there's a a part of you that almost like you you don't really lean into it right you're never settled into that love you never actually feel that affection but there's still that weird tiny hope that it's like oh my God, what if this just keeps happening? Yeah. What if we just stay here? Maybe we finally hit the brink. Mm -hmm. Maybe we finally have pushed each other because you really do put yourself in the mindset to where it's just, these are just our toxic behaviors coming out and eventually we're just going to figure them out. And Mm -hmm. it's so much more loaded than that.
1: Right. I mean, because there's so many different ways of the bees happening because they're you know on top of that just being afraid of of what mood they're going to be in if they're going to scream and yell at you there's also financial abuse you you know what i mean and that that's the hardest part when you're trying to you're trying to get out it's the finances and i hear people say why just stay you know for everybody who said that they should be punched in the face (laughs) for real i mean and financial you wouldn't tolerate that from your boss i know Why would you tolerate that from your partner, someone who says they love you, they want to take care of you? No. I mean, but that's
0: why it's so confusing, right? Because we both grew up in homes where abuse and love were like mutually exclusive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. had to do things to earn your parents' love, to earn your parents' affection. Mm -hmm. So then that moves into your romantic relationship right. you think that it's totally normal to have to work for someone's yeah. affection to have to perform in order for
1: someone to be kind to you Right. It, it really skews your I, whole perception of everything I just have a complete flip of, of an incident I don't think that I'll ever forget in my life and I know that I've talked about it on here but I just realized my father gave his girlfriend the power to Whip my ass, right? Well, whip my face. Mm-hmm. Y- you know what I mean. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "How in the world could you do that? I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I couldn't imagine you coming home. But you did. What do you mean? Like
0: there, but like this is. I we've had this conversation mm-hmm. before, and obviously, like, so you had an incident where your stepmother smacked the shit out of you, and when you went to your dad about it he was kind of dismissive like well he said she she must have had a pretty good reason
1: a damn good reason yeah
0: you never really met me with that behavior but my dad was physically mentally emotionally abusive and there were times that my brother and i came to you incomplete distraught now Mm -hmm. i understand there were also times we came to you begging to go back to him like i get Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah we were in a brainwashed position as Mm -hmm. well but there were times when we came to you and you stayed in that relationship so it is very different angles Mm -hmm. um That doesn't invalidate your pain or invalidate what your father. Right, but then we could also
1: circle back to what position was I in, and I'm not blaming. No, I take full responsibility for every one of my behaviors. Believe me, Um, especially when, when you, especially when I look back now, and half the time, when you lash out on your children. It has nothing to do with your children. Oh, absolutely! It has everything to do with all of that. Your emotional up, state, but work, you, your are smaller. It's not. It's not like I want to bully it's you now power. that I'm getting bullied. It's just that it just comes out because I know you're not going to in turn attack me. It's a me.
0: power imbalance. It's awful, and that's
1: what abusive relationships
0: are. And people forget that's another reason that Amber Heard could not have been Johnny Depp's abuser. Mm-hmm. Age. Money, status, mm-hmm. all of these things. He made it almost impossible yeah. for her to work. If she left the house, he belittled her and accused her of cheating. You can relate to that. Absolutely. A man who met you in a bar mm-hmm. would then condemn you mm-hmm. for being in bars making money mm-hmm. to feed your children. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: and, and in I wanna, the bar that he met me in. So, <laughs> that's, that's the bar that I worked for literally, for years Literally, <laughs> I still was
0: there, but that's what I mean. Just to swing back real quick, how you said, like, with your stepmother, the incident with your dad, and how you, basically it was betrayal, you know, that it you was, felt and from I'm your not, um, and but I relate to that, I, right. I, I relate to feeling that way mm-hmm. towards you, but I didn't know that was the name of it, right? For many, many. Years. Nor did I know that and was you the did. name of it. And now, that's what I mean. So when you're able like, to step back outside of right. it and take yourself and your emotions mm-hmm. out of it mm-hmm. and really look, you can see that's the, the breakdown of the trauma. And that's what I mean. You were so. Betrayed by your dad and you Mm -hmm. were so conditioned that these types of relationships were the norm. Mm -hmm. So then you unknowingly put your children in the exact same position. Yes. But you were living on eggshells. You were in survival mode. Mm -hmm. So it's like even though you were in your mind trying to do was in the best interest of your children, you were also working from a place of someone who was so traumatized and you, young you had and young and you yeah, had no young. tools right no, no tools, tools at all. so not no. only did you not have the tools to you know raise emotionally healthy children right you know you didn't have the tools to be emotionally healthy yourself
1: exactly <laughs> i mean i had it's a support a system down. but not, they weren't emotionally e- healthy exactly but it was, <laughs> right right i had a place to go to but it doesn't mean that that was just a right you We've know had, a, less toxic just in a different exactly. way exactly
0: i mean We have so many supportive people in Mm -hmm. our life. And I would just, I could say this even with, you know, shout out to my Aunt Pam and my Aunt Cheryl, who are not actually your sisters. Right. But they, Pam was the wife of my dad's best friend. Mm -hmm. And he passed away when I was a child. But you and Pam kept your relationship. And, you know, I'm really close with Pam's son. And... But that's what I mean. Like now as an adult stepping back and being able to have conversations with you and Pam about the relationships Mm -hmm. that you were in and how toxic and the different things that took place, like it's so sad. It's so sad to look around and see how common it is to be in these really bad relationships. Mm -hmm. And I have to say for the people who grew up and didn't experience this, if you had two parents in your home, if you've never seen your parents fight or if a conflict has always been handled in a regular way, like right. you are so if privileged. Both parents,
1: <laughs> if both parents were involved in your life, yeah, you know, but I, um, I mean, as everyone's aware, I love, I love videos on TikTok, and I can tell you something that's trending now is, um, women is people your age coming back and saying, Hey, like talking about the toxicity of their parents. A lot of them mothers, but what I'm finding is a group of mothers are gathering together to say, oh, no, that's because you're this, this and this. And I'm not trying to condemn them, but I, I love that I was able to sit back and listen. It was hard. Listen to everything. And still things will come up and you'll be like, that's what you did. You know what I mean? And it doesn't sting as much anymore it's not personal right
0: it's more about highlighting but that
1: is why we're able to have have the relationship yeah have (laughs) the relationship relationship and i really want to speak to women in their 50s even if you're still in a relationship you know that can be touch and go at times you know your children if you're not listening to them they may stop coming around yeah you know what i mean we're be you know we are empowering me as one of them, or empowering people to own up to their feelings and be real and tell people I'm setting boundaries because you don't deserve me. Right? You you know what I mean? And unless we as uh, uh, the older generation, unless we open our ears, you know what I mean, and start listening and understanding that. Everybody's different, and they can't be exactly. You're not a fucking robot, right? You know what I mean. And we suppressed our feelings because children were to be seen and not heard. That was the way of the times. Yeah, Yeah.
0: shit ain't like that. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that, I also I find it very interesting when parents, like even in your your age, whatever, put the responsibility on the child. Like that is never the way. Like, I'll see stuff where it's like, am I the asshole if I abandon my father? Like, you can't abandon your father. Right. Like, that, that's, that's again, with the right. power imbalance, that can't happen. If you're choosing not to engage with your father, that's you setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. That's not you abandoning. Mm-hmm. And then when you have parents who aren't involved in their children's life, and they're like, oh, well, the kid didn't contact me either. Fuck you. Right. Like, it's not that child's job right. to mend or maintain a relationship. Like, once you have a relationship, there's a healthy give and take. But it is the parents' fucking job and passing the blame, passing the responsibility onto the children. I mean, I remember sitting with you. We were at the dining car on Frankfurt Ave. I so scared. My brother was there too. And this was our breakthrough, honestly. Mm-hmm. This was really when I think all of our brains kind of exploded. And you said something, I don't remember what you said to him, but kind of in a passing the blame, something about pretty much the abuse that he endured. You know what I mean? Like, you were like, it's not my fault. Like, I didn't do it. He did it. And I, I, a light bulb went on, and I'm like, it is your fault. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 100% your fault. And like, because I stayed in it, I kept right. you guys you, in it. You chose him, you mm-hmm. kept us there. You went back, even oh, though you had left so many times. And I think you were able to take it and see what we were saying and not in a way of like we blame you because we don't, obviously we know who the bad person was Mm -hmm. and we know that you were only working with what you had. But in terms of processing all of our complicated feelings
1: of children turning adults, we had to clear up our resentment. And and of course, and you had, and, and, and it's, it's this bigger person towering over you, Yeah, you know, and as we, I I think this is one of the things that I'll never forget either, and it, it is so embarrassing, but I remember you saying to me one day, and you kind of wiped the front of your mouth off, and you said, do you have to spit when you scream at me? Uh, I think I turned around and walked away. Yeah. I, I know. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? And then it continued. But I still look back at moments, and I'm like,
0: fuck. But you, it would have been impossible for you to be a loving nurturing affectionate 100% mother in that situation there was no possible way for you to be the best mother you could be in that marriage You that not in that relationship uh-huh. but you've already explained you were living in survival mode you were walking on eggshells your main concern whether it was subconscious or not your main priority was not pissing him the fuck off so how can you be a good mother If your main worries are how to keep shit in line, to keep him at bay, right, but you really, but he he moved the goalpost every single every single time. There was always something new and different Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. could or could not Mm -hmm.
1: tip the scales. Yeah, yeah, and it it really is control when you think about it. I'm like, wait, all of it's control. That's what abuse is. I'm a fucking adult. What do you mean I can't leave my shirt there? Yeah, that's what abuse is. Abuse
0: is control. The physical, mental, emotional, Mm -hmm. all of those are like aspects of it yeah but control is the abuse mm-hmm. and i will move off and Am- well no fuck that i won't ever move off <laughs> amber heard but i just want to make real quick i want to clear this up okay mm-hmm. a twitter user i should have wrote their name down described it perfectly johnny depp sued her for calling herself a victim of domestic violence she then went to court with evidence and proved in more ways than one how he had abused her mm-hmm. but he made it so that she can no longer call herself A victim of domestic violence that's what took place there is no winning losing this was not a who abused who this was not a who's guilty of abuse this was a defamation lawsuit and he said that the things that she said tarnished his reputation okay let's clear that one up too he had already had multiple box office flops and a history of being drunk and violent on movie sets right okay he was already not favored to work on projects Another thing that I think is really crazy is some of the lies that people say Amber Heard participated in. One of them being the Milani Cosmetics fucking TikTok thing. Right. Amber Heard's team never once said they used Milani Cosmetics to cover up the bruises on her face. The Milani Cosmetics was used as a prop in court to be able to show the way you could cover up bruising with makeup uh, people took this and they took something out of what she said as if she used that exact fucking brand of makeup and then TikTok went nuts called her a liar saying that she was claiming she was abused before this makeup was even re- launched oh i see
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah put a real spin on it yes mm-hmm.
0: then there's also the donated versus pledged of her money so since people were calling her a gold digger, with the divorce settlement, she was to get $7 million, and she pledged to donate $3.5 million to two different charities. The ALCU was one of them, and they've come forward and spoken out on her behalf. But basically, because she was being sued, she had to halt on these payments. But when she made this pledge, she pledged to donate $3.5 million over 10 years. Yep. That was in 2016. It is now only 2022. Right. So that's one of. She still has time. That's one of. (laughs) Those are the two lies. Right. Those are the two lies that people are holding Amber up saying, you're an abuser because you had these two lies. So you guys are comparing a woman donating her own fucking money. Right. Out of the kindness of her heart. Oh, she only donated 1.3 million, not 3.5 million. She's a fucking monster. But you have. Oh, their
1: logic.
0: Like, it's wild to me you have texts to his assistant from amber heard on, that corroborate the plane incident do you know what i mean you have the history of johnny depp being violent and abusive to multiple people and the fucking shitting in the bed there is no fucking proof or evidence that points to the fact that amber heard shit in this bed
1: right in fact, they have a dog
0: they had multiple dogs okay. but in fact and johnny depp's been on opioids for the longest time What's something that you know about people in their bowels when they're on opioids? How well do they hold them? Well. Not so fucking great. Just saying. Well, yeah. Or they can't get them out at all. That's true. Yeah. That's usually um, when they're like coming down, heading yeah. towards a withdrawal, though. Ew, you just came in. But Ew. Johnny Depp had a history of shit pranks. Like, he uh, thought shit was funny. Like, literally shit. Little, literally shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And let's also just highlight that they weren't sharing a bedroom at this time. So even if Amber Heard had shit in that bed... It's hers. Why would that involve Johnny Depp at all? How would that be a gotcha to Johnny right. Depp? And why it are would you in her gotcha, room? Like It would be fucked up to the housekeeper. And right. why would Amber Heard want to hurt the housekeeper? Like, really, show right. us mm-hmm. the reason why she would want to do that. Right. But so people I just, like to
1: spin it any way they can to take the blame off of him.
0: But, I mean, for anyone who felt victim to the TikTok chaos, like, there's some of the little things cleared up right there and you can look into them you can google it (laughs) you can find the evidence in the trial in the documents mr google but um twitter so twitter gave me the good kind of chills this week but then in true twitter form we all know elon musk is driving
1: that rocket ship (laughs) I'm the in hysterics out. reading all of the comments. Like, I could care less if Twitter goes away. No. I would, You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't even know how to work it. I just log in and read, read comments, and I hit that little heart thing. Yeah, You know what I mean? Um, and that's it. But the comments are fucking hysterical. So this, for guy's, any, this guy's really fucking shit up, isn't he?
0: So for anyone who doesn't know, Elon Musk bought Twitter for, 40 for $44 million, right? He tried to back out, and then he, tried he, to back he was out, forced to. But... Somehow, one of the world's richest men didn't read all the fucking fine print of his contract. <laughs> right? So, he pretty much got stuck with it. And then this week, he gave an ultimatum to the remaining workers at Twitter. Because there was already a mass exodus of employees. Mm-mm-mm. The ultimatum was, keep working in hardcore fashion or leave.
1: <laughs> so, they Boy, he's, he's one of those good bosses. Oh,
0: he sounds lovely. So. Yeah. Last night, uh, or, or, well, I guess I have to be specific, Thursday, I guess it was Thursday um, night, somebody put, <laughs> I'm sure it was more than one person, but basically the scrolling thing that's outside of Twitter headquarters yeah. on the outside of the building, I wrote, I wrote it down. I wrote Please down all it. of the insults that they put about Elon Musk. So this was what is scrolling outside of Twitter headquarters, probably not still, but it was at one point last night. <laughs> okay bankruptcy baby supreme parasite petulant pitbull apartheid profiteer dictator's ass kisser lawless oligarch insecure colonizer cruel hoarder this is my favorite space karen (laughs) (laughs) mediocre man child pressurized privilege petty racist megalomaniac worthless billionaire it's fucking amazing (sighs) Imagine quitting your job and then just roasting your boss on his building. Uh, Yeah, that'd be interesting. (laughs) So it's interesting to me. A lot of my friends don't even have Twitter. Like Twitter is not where my friends really are. It's just where all the chaos is. Right. So I'm curious, if, unless they have secret Twitters where they just creep on shit, which uh-huh. I can totally relate to. Because like you said, sometimes responding to stuff on Twitter, yeah, you end up with hundreds of people in your mentions telling you they want to put your baby
1: in a microwave. Like, Yeah, <laughs> just... no babies in our microwave. No,
0: please don't. <laughs> so one of the big things, though, that Elon Musk wanted to change is that there's verification badges. If you have any social media, I'm sure you're familiar with verification badges. They let you know. Um, that the person really is who they say they are. Now, this is mostly for, you know, celebrities, big-time journalists, people involved in politics, but Elon Musk somehow convinced his fucking dork followers that verification badges were, like, a popularity club and he wants to take away their varsity jackets. Mm -hmm. You idiot. So he made it possible for people to pay $8 to get the same verification badge. And you can differentiate. So if you click on their badge, it will tell you whether they're paying for Twitter or whether they are part or whether they're verified because they're legit. Mm-hmm. But this is dangerous for a couple different reasons. One of them, we watched unfold. People began changing their name. Right to public figures right. and just tweeting nonsense
1: didn't Valerie Bertinelli change her name to Elon Musk a lot of people changed their name
0: <laughs> to Elon Kathy Musk
1: Griffith too somebody
0: changed their name to Ted Cruz and was talking about having orgies like I mean it was mass chaos it was amazing
1: see those are the comments I like so to read so then
0: Elon Musk was like oh crap you know? he probably had
1: a temper he's tantrum he's like damn too. it I
0: just told everyone that comedy was legal again and now right. I'm making it illegal right. so he says you have to put parody after your account. So y'all people are just like, fucking, okay, Marjorie Taylor Read parody. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Um, But this is also so dangerous for another reason that I don't know if people think about. People are so unhinged. Mm-hmm. There are, the Johnny Depp shit is fucking proof. There are so many people who think that they actually have relationships with these People with these mm. celebrities with these high profile figures the idolization they think that they are actually engaging with and interacting with the real person and it's not
1: that could be so dangerous for so a lot of reasons what 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 is that what is mental it, illness no 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 I don't, <laughs> it can't be mental illness um but you know at a at a concert where girls just cry and scream? Yeah, like and uh, Beatlemania. Rip, they rip their clothes off. What is that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't even know any star that if I saw them out, I would start crying and screaming, being like, "Here, <laughs> you take my wet panties." You know <laughs> what I mean? Want like, to throw a bra? At? No, no, not even Keanu Reeves. No, no. You, you, you see my bras lately? <laughs> <laughs> He, he doesn't like, want that. She right? he probably would be like, "Oh, a I snapshot. don't even want them." <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't. I think there's just that idolization. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like people who get get Trump tattoos and and people were getting Johnny Depp tattoos. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. This
0: was kind of my thing last week with the Taylor Swift thing, right? It's not a personal anti-Taylor Swift thing. It's the mm-hmm. fandom to see yeah. how unhinged people get and now this week when you couldn't get tickets to her concert people are like oh my god what if taylor swift only cares about making money and it's like duh
1: isn't that what everything duh.
0: isn't is that's what but we all care about like because, why are we acting because like we have to we have to but why are we acting like these people are your personal best exactly, friend exactly they're not and then like granted there are people that i have stepped back from being interested in because of their beliefs and their views that's one thing but if an artist or a celebrity like does something regular that you don't vibe with like okay okay you know, Chris Evans, Captain mm-hmm. America, right? Mm-hmm. He's one of the good Chrises. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. That's Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. Top Chrises. So Chris Evans, apparently about a year ago, did an interview where he said that he was very focused on finding love and implied that he was single, but very focused on finding love. And then I guess you come forward, like present time, he got um, Sexiest Man, which... Hello, obviously. Um, (laughs) And his fandom is losing their minds because once he got Sexiest Man, it then came out that he's been dating... I don't remember her name, but she's in the business in some capacity. He's dating someone. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I was on Reddit, okay? Somebody penned an open fucking letter to Chris Evans explaining why his behavior was not okay. Oh, let me hear it. (laughs) I'm not going to read the whole thing. Like, this is... This is strange. So this is is a female? I'm, I don't know. It doesn't specify. Okay. But, so, (laughs) as a 30-year-old, I've basically grown up on your work. From the hot jock to Captain America to Lloyd Hansen, it's been a pleasure seeing your career grow and transform. But beyond this and what makes you stand out from the crowd, you've been the most real and genuine person I've watched in Hollywood. Your humility, your love for your family, friends, and dodger your sense of responsibility to use your voice for good and so much more i truly admire how you've never deviated from your narrative over your 20 plus years in the industry so when you speak we listen we believe in it we believe in you
1: it's beautiful
0: Uh, he's a fucking actor (laughs) who loves his dog and is nice to his family the bar is so fucking low yeah like Miss. wait this is great Wait, this is why your fandom loves you why we are so loyal up until now like can you imagine chris evans is at home shaking in his fucking boots <laughs> like,
1: we're loyal to you <laughs> right you watch all of his as movies. if the box
0: office is gonna suddenly turn off because his fans are upset right this past week passed p-a-s-s-e-d sorry hun, but It's like we won the lottery when you finally got the title of Sexiest Man Alive. Finally, as long as I waited for it, I actually felt glad that you only received it now because I believe you are at your best right now. And finally, you are being recognized. I was so saddened when this pride lasted all two days.
1: (laughs) Your fucking face. And that
0: emoji with the eyes. It gets worse. I have to start by clearing this up. Your fandom is not upset because you're in a relationship. Rather, it was the reveal of your relationship that made us feel betrayed by you. We feel betrayed by the Chris you led us to believe is you. It then goes on to say as it <laughs> this is the most unhinged sentence of the whole thing. As a human being, I fully believe that you deserve your privacy and you will obviously only share what you feel comfortable with after she just went into three fucking profiles. Of different ways that she has attempted to invade his privacy. yeah. Right? Uh, during the press tour, you were asked a question that had nothing to do with your romantic life. You, however, chose to answer with regards to your romantic life. You volunteered this information. Yes, you didn't explicitly say you were single, but you sure did imply it. During your people interview, you once again implied you were single. The publication even reported that you were. Realistically speaking, this should have no bearing as on our lives as fans. However, as your loyal fandom... When you speak, we listen, we believe in it, we believe in you. So I guess basically he implied that he was single when in reality, your relationship is really not our business. I personally know nothing of Alba and we'll never know. Don't worry, it's not Jessica. She's married. And we'll never know the d- dynamics of your relationship. A side note, an average 41-year-old man looking to settle down, start a family, and live a quiet life at home will most probably not do so with a 25-year-old woman at the start of her career. I mean, I don't disagree with her, but who the fuck are you? <laughs>
1: Like, exactly. And why do you think that your views are so fucking relevant? You, like, this person, did this person really think that Chris
0: Evans cares so deeply about what they think about his relationship status? Like, he's going to read this. This was tweeted at him. Mm -hmm. So he's going to read this on Twitter. Did he reply? And he's going to reflect on it and be like, hmm, yeah, I shouldn't have said I was single when I wasn't. Right. Like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck? And also what if they didn't know like what if they were just
1: dating what if they were just friends and then it, it doesn't even matter this is ridiculous <laughs> the audacity that's uninter- what, are, what are they calling it now the caucasity <laughs> 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 caucasian she's
0: probably a white a white woman thurston after chris evans fucking on twitter uh no love it. I love it. shame like no shame i don't mm. understand
1: Yeah, I don't get people. (laughs) That is so crazy. I also... and all that time you put into writing that, that was long.
0: (laughs) I don't have that kind of time. I I just have no... I don't understand. Like you said, the idolization... I watched Captain America. I liked it. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. You didn't get invested in... This is what I don't understand. Like, do people who get this upset about this, is it because they think that maybe on some level they would have had a chance?
1: I don't know. That's I, I don't get invested in public f- figures' lives like that. No. I mean, I gossip about everything.
0: Yes. I love the juice. Right. But then when I leave the conversation, I leave it. Do you know what I mean? There's not, mm-hmm. I'm not emotionally mm-hmm. invested enough to write a penned letter expressing my concerns and letting him know how he had betrayed his fandom. It's hysterical. I wonder how he's going to redeem himself.
1: He's <laughs> probably going to break up with that girl. <laughs>
0: Clearly. Mm-hmm. Pressure. Pressure mm-hmm. from yeah. from us all.
1: Yep.
0: We got your back, Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do anything stupid. And yours too, Alba. Yeah, is girl. that it, Alba? Get yours. Chris Evans hot as shit. Yeah. I remember when he was first in um, Not Another Teen Movie and he was just so weird but hot. <laughs> he's hot. Wait, there's another one. I think it's Chris Evans. It's a great movie and it's, um, is it Anna Faris? Do you know what I'm talking about? And she, like, goes back and she's, like, maybe... She doesn't want to sleep with more men.
1: Hold on a minute. Does she think that... I can't think of the
0: name. So she starts going back and trying to rekindle things with her exes. Because she's, like... oh, She reads an article, I think, in a magazine that says if you've slept with 22 people or whatever, then you'll never get married. So she's, like, oh, my God, I'm at 21. Like, what (sighs) am I going to do? So she starts going back. I don't know the name of it. I don't either. And finding all her exes. And then um, Chris Evans is, like, her neighbor. And he assists her, basically. What's your number? Uh, there you go.
1: <laughs> that was good. That's one of those movies. I like Anna Faris. I do too.
0: That's... I don't
1: know her birthday. I don't email her. I don't Twitter her. <laughs> I, I, like, I like her. That's it. She was married to one of the less cool Chrises, which is... Um,
0: I don't even remember his last name. The one who was in Jurassic Park. I don't know him. I forget. Whatever. It's not that important.
1: Tyrannosaurus Rex?
0: That's his last name. I don't think... Chris Pratt. Oh.
1: There
0: you go. Chris Pratt. He's up over...
1: Oh, I see it Because
0: he's also in that movie. He
1: plays one of the exes. He's a looker.
0: Mm. Didn't he do some weird religious shit? I'm sure he did.
1: We don't have to get into it. All I said was he's a looker.
0: You're right. I didn't
1: write him. I'm not asking him to marry me. (laughs) I just said he's got a nice fucking face. Are you
0: upset that he's married to a Schwarzenegger? I I
1: didn't know he was married to...
0: Who? Is she? No, I think I have the wrong person. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> he was married to Anna Paris and they got mm. divorced. I can't keep this shit straight. But I did come across an Am I the Asshole that I wanted to bring up. Oh my God. Because I love those. This is one that I feel like so many women my age can relate to. And it's one of those things that's so silly and ridiculous when you step outside of it. But when you're in it, it feels like the end of the world. Like a big betrayal, okay? Am I the Asshole if I name my daughter the same name as her cousin? For about two years, my partner and I have picked out a name for each gender. We had our boy a year ago and are currently pregnant again. We have always called our future children by the names we chose, even before we were pregnant. We would refer to our future baby as either Olivia or another boy's name we picked. I want to pause real quick because I want to know how you feel about people naming their baby before they're born. Did you? Oh, you changed my name when I was born.
1: Well, I didn't change your name when you were born, right, but I had, you had a name picked up all picked out all the way up until. You were born, and then I changed it. And then what about with my
0: brother? Was it just always decided he would
1: be named after daddy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Poor kid. (laughs) No, I love the name Paul.
0: It's a great name. Uh, um, And he's always been known by his first and middle name anyway.
1: And I also didn't want to give you guys a name that someone could change into a nickname, but they did anyway.
0: Like you liked Michael, but didn't like Mikey. You like Mm -hmm. Matthew, but you don't like Matt. It's
1: not that I don't like it, but I love Matthew. I don't like the name. You know what I mean? You want the full... Yeah, I want the full... Yeah, and I got that with Tawny and Michael. No, I get
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that completely. So it says, my sister-in-law was pregnant at the same time, but much further along, midway through her pregnancy, she was discussing a list of potential names, and Olivia popped up. We had always kept it secret, so my partner reached out and let her know that's the name we have picked for our child, if it's a girl, and if not, this pregnancy, we intend on another. And if they are a girl, then it would be Olivia. Basically letting them know we are using the name Olivia, period. It's our
1: only name. Right. Uh, And neither of us have had our babies yet, but that's what we're doing. Right.
0: Fast forward to after her baby girl is born, and they still haven't picked a name. She told us a list of options, and Olivia was still on there. She said to me, I'm sorry if we pick it. I know it's on your list. To which I replied, it's not on our list. It's the name we have locked in and our only option.
1: They don't have a list. It's just a a name. It's Olivia. Right.
0: A few days later, they announced her name. If you haven't guessed, it was, in fact, Olivia, which they nicknamed Ollie. That's cute, her little girl. You don't like it? That's all right. She initially texted my partner her announcement, to which he replied, you know that's our name, and we still intend on using it. We still do intend on doing so, and would nickname our daughter Liv. We aren't super close to see them. We aren't super close and see them a few times a year. They also have different surnames, so I'm not worried about them being confused. That's just, like, the basic. Mm -hmm. But would she be the asshole if she also names her daughter Olivia? No. I don't think so either, but I remember, like, being in my 20s when we were all talking about baby names and fantasizing of who we were going to marry, blah, blah, blah. And it's like the horror of stealing, Mm -hmm. you know, or even... I mean, granted, it's annoying. Like, I do... I have a name that's always been, like, one of my Mm -hmm, names. mm -hmm. And granted, I could see my baby and feel something totally different. who knows? Mm -hmm. But... So, I could see it being very annoying if someone in my circle was like, Oh,
1: by the way. Yeah, you'd be like, really? You knew. You already knew.
0: But at the same time, like, unless it's my... You know, my niece or nephew, or even I would go as far to say, like my cousins that we spend the holidays with, if mm-hmm. one of their children were named the name, I probably wouldn't wouldn't only because those are people that they're gonna spend a lot of time with, right, but then again, nicknames are possible, yeah, like they did like they did, like Ollie and Liv. That's mm-hmm. totally acceptable. I mean yep.
1: yeah i think I think it's a compromise, like, who but cares? for you know now. Maybe in my twenties I would have. Oh my god! You took my fucking name. Yes, that's. I'm never coming to your house again. <laughs> You're not going to see my baby. But now, no. Who, who cares? It's a name.
0: But but I I think it's a good am I the asshole because I remember those feelings. Like right. I remember just in conversation, like we were talking about mm-hmm. hypothetical babies, like people not even pregnant. And we would get upset about. Well, that's my name. That's the name I like. And I know. Like, who cares? And who cares if your kid has the same name? Because they're going to go to school and well, probably and you don't have fifteen. Don't because
1: you, don't really you own like anything. the name because you want to name your child the name. You don't own the name. No, it's not like we could take patents on. Can we? Probably. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't think it's a patent. Isn't it like a trademark? <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> I, that's not something I, I would ever do.
0: No, I no but the things that we uh, the things we let keep us up at night, you know? That's a good one. That's really what it is, because you and your husband have this name picked. You've always had this name picked. You want to name your baby Olivia. You're living the fucking dream. You already had your son. You're having your daughter. Like, you're happy in your life. And you who only cares? see him on holidays. You see them. So what? Who cares? Name the baby Olivia. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I think, but... Like I said, I understand where she's coming from, but to carry that kind of stressful weight to the point where you're like, Oh my god, am especially I gonna pregnant. look like a dick? Yes. especially and that's pregnant. probably enhancing mm-hmm. it too. Like yes. she probably is already full of right emotions and racing thoughts. Uh-huh. You know. But you are not the asshole girl. Just name your babies what you want to name that's them. That's right. Unless it's something Live and Ollie. There's nothing wrong with or it. gross. Live and Ollie's very cute. But. <laughs> <laughs> um as usual guys thank you so much for listening we are going to wrap a little bit early and reminder we are taking the week off next week so we hope everyone has a happy thanksgiving or happy whatever you do happy holiday holiday. um be safe on
1: black friday if you wander out (laughs) that's right and, and go to our shop if you want to do some shopping. And come
0: over to the Vendor Show in Maple Shade oh, on yeah. Saturday. Yes, if you want to do some shopping. you can. Our Lady of Perpetual Help, Main Street, you can Google it. You can find it on their Facebook page to get the address. It's like Main Street and Poplar Ave. So if you're local, come by. Or even if you discovered us through shopping on our Etsy and you're local, right? then come by. Awesome. I always think it's so funny when I'm like sending stuff out. And I'm like, I could drive this to you
1: that would be creepy that would be creepy
0: let's not do that i'm not not coming to your
1: house
0: i'm just saying my
1: favorite customer (laughs) i need to know their birthday their address it's my favorite customer
0: that's my favorite
1: customer's color (laughs) what i have a spreadsheet
0: about that what a way to end (laughs) for all the creeps out there bye happy thanksgiving thanks for listening guys